You're listening to Echo Radio with Jeff Ebbs and I'm talking to Maya Cricker. Maya, Hello. Can you just tell, introduce yourself? Tell us who you are. I am a sole parent to a little boy and I produce a probiotic drink by using whole fruit that tastes and looks like soft drink but has a fraction of the sugar content. It's a probiotic uh, drink. Did you say made from fruit? Made from a water kefir grain, which basically consumes sugar, and then I do a secondary ferment with fruit, and I've been trialling a new one with raw live honey instead of sugar to create a sugar-free range. Yeah, it, li- it literally looks and tastes like soft drink, but it's actually really, really good for you, and a lot of people have ha- have felt the benefit. No, it's, it's, uh, it's known as kefir. Is that right? So That's the name? It's known as water kefir. So a lot of people associate kefir with milk-based products, and the water version is Tibicost is actually the scientific name, where instead of eating the lactose in milk, it eats the glucose from a sugar syrup that you make. Okay, and can you just repeat the scientific name for me? Um, Tibicost, and it's supposed to have been derived from the Apuntia cactus in the desert, where people at one point would have collected water from the desert in water pouches or in, in like animal skin pouches and these granules formed and they would then take them back and make a sugar syrup with them and that they, they sort of multiply over time. So that's where water kefir or TV cost comes from but there are no, each different set has a different set of bacteria attached to it. So water kefir from Australia is different to one that you might get in, in Europe as opposed to one you might get in Mexico. And so what um, interested you in making water kefir? How did you get involved in it? So I guess nine years ago, the traditional way you come across water kefir is somebody who makes it will make it and their grains will multiply and then they will give you some and tell you how to make it and then so on and so forth and that's how it used to spread. People would, every time their grains multiplied, they would then share that with somebody else. So that's like um, a ginger beer plant or a sourdough mother or... Pretty much exactly like that. And I guess my sister gave me some grains nine years ago and she said, this is what you do. And I thought, I don't want to do this. And she said, look, it's really good for you. And she explained the benefits. And I said, well, how do I make it? And she said, Google it. <laughs> so I Googled it and I made it that way. And I didn't really like how it ended up tasting. So I kept experimenting and it took two to two and a half years before my son and I came across a recipe that we liked. We're quite fussy. Um, and since then, I guess I was making it for friends and family. Uh, and about six years ago, my oldest sister said, well, why don't you try taking it to the market and seeing if people will like it then? And so I took it to the market and we sold out in a couple of hours. And I guess using glass bottles was important to me because I'm really against plastic, particularly the fact that it's not recycled and there's so much plastic waste. So we offered people a refund if they brought back their glass bottles and literally almost 98% of our customers brought back the glass bottles. So I guess that's how my business began. I started off making kefir and selling it at the market and offering a return for the glass bottles so that there would be zero waste from selling the product. Okay, I want to come back and talk about the glass bottles in a minute, but before we go there, I just want to find out a little bit more about their kefir. You said that at first you didn't like the taste, but you kept trying different experiments. 
Was that yes. because of the benefits that you saw, nutritional or health-wise? So water kefir is quite different to kombucha, which most people know. It converts the glucose into lactic acid because it's mainly lactobacillus bacteria. And that lactic acid is something our bodies make, but it tends to be quite bland. And if you make it with just plain sugar and a little bit of lemon, it can be quite yeasty. So it has a little bit more of a yeast taste. And I guess what I realized in the process of my brewing, I brew with organic vanilla beans and I alternate from different sugars because each different sugar will get a, a slightly different taste in the end product. And then what I realized is I really liked it when we put in whole fruit as opposed to if you use the cold-pressed juice. And I found out the science behind that is when you drink juice, you're literally just drinking the short-chain sugars, whereas when you eat a fruit, you've got the fiber, and the fiber produce, uh, provides long-chain sugars as well as the short-chain sugars from the juice. And that kind of gives it a much more rounded flavor. you know. And, and that's why I ended up making it with whole fruit because they ended up getting a really you you got a drink that literally tasted like the fruit you put into it whereas what I found when you used cold pressed juice you had a very one-sided or shallow sort of flavor which after the bacteria ate most of those short chain sugars it didn't taste as good it didn't really okay. reflect the whole flavor of the fruit as it did when you used the whole the whole fruit in the process well, it was lucky that you and your son were fussy because it made it popular <laughs> when you took it to market. Well, it, it was super fussy too, and I guess it was also in producing it, it's much more labour-intensive using whole fruit because you have to sieve it all out as opposed to if you just use juice, you whack the juice in, you ferment it, and then you can bottle it straight away. But I guess for us, it's all about the taste. And I realise now, after doing science at UQ, Actually, by using the whole fruit, I'm producing a much more sophisticated product because those long-chain sugars and the metabolites that the bacteria make actually does change the formula of what you're getting in your drink. Yes, well, I must um, disclose an interest here. I have tasted your kefir at the opening of the Food Connect shed, so I, I can vouch that it is a very, very tasty uh, product. Let's talk a bit more about the bottles. You said that you moved to glass because you wanted to resist plastic for obvious environmental reasons. That must yeah. have produced quite a lot of challenges. It produced a whole a whole world of challenges. I guess when I started, maybe I was a little bit idealistic. I, realized, I, I kind of thought, you know, the biggest corporations in the world pretty much sell drinks and they sell it in plastic bottles. And those plastic bottles end up polluting and choking our waterways and our planet. And they take 450 years to break down. And even though a lot of them are 90% recyclable, only 2% ends up getting recycled. So it was a big, big problem for me. And I didn't want to be a part of that. So I opted for glass, which was much more expensive. And when I went to the markets, I realized I could only afford to buy so many glass bottles, which is why we offered the refund. So it's actually quite an interesting story because the first two years I operated, we offered a 50-cent refund if people brought back the glass bottles. And it was quite hard taking that to retail outlets because not a lot of retailers wanted to offer a 50-cent refund to their customers. But some people did support us, which was really, really good. And we got back 9,000 bottles in two years, which is about 4,500 a year. And then and it was so quite what interesting. what percentage of your total production was that? 
probably only around maybe 12 or 13 percent bottles back. But the really interesting thing was I was, I did the iLab at UQ and we got to interview 250 UQ students and only 32 percent of them said they would return the glass bottle for money, but 93 percent said they would bring the the bottles back if money was donated to charity. So this really moved me because as a Gen Xer, 50 cents is a lot of money. So I thought I'll try this. We went from a 50 cent refund to we would donate money to domestic violence instead if people brought back their bottles. And in that one year, we got back 16,000 bottles. So it was four times as many bottles as what we were getting back. And we were looking at around about, you know, 50, 60% bottle returns, which was huge. Which absolutely just blew my mind. So that was really exciting. I ended up raising um, about three and a half grand for domestic violence. And then the Brisbane City Council stepped in. And they said, you can't reuse glass bottles because somebody might put DDT in it and forget and return the bottle to you and then it will contaminate production. So I then had to create a due process where we, we now have a triple rinse where we get the bottles, we rinse them. We then soak the bottles, then we rinse them, then we scrub the bottles, then we rinse them, and then we go into a commercial sanitizer. So we don't offer anything back anymore because we're spending most of the energy and the labor actually going through this really laborious process so that we can satisfy the requirements. You know, I know when I started with the bottle exchange and we had 5,000 bottles and 10,000 bottles, people would, a lot of people would just look at me like I was crazy. They'd be like, yeah, keep good on you, keep going. But a lot of them would look at me like I was stark raving mad. And, you know, talking to people this weekend at the markets when I'd say, oh, by the way, you can always return your bottle here or to any of our outlets just up the road to Brookfield store because we do endorse a bottle exchange so there's zero waste. And we are up to 48,000 bottles. And to see their faces now where they're like, that is so good. It's almost like it's a complete change. I I can see people going, actually, it's it does yeah. make a difference, and yeah. it's worth doing to keep reusing the glass bottles. Uh, you are on Echo Radio on 4ZZZ FM. I'm Jeff Ebbs, and I'm talking to my Cricket. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> 